Welcome to the Love and Lattes podcast, a coffee lover's guide to good vibes, books, rom-coms, and everything in between. Now grab some coffee and let's get chatting. Satisfy your sweet tooth with delicious and unique chocolate bark flavors inspired by some of your favorite Hallmark Channel movies. There are so many flavors to choose from, and the newest one, Jane and the Earl, was created in honor of the Jane Austen-inspired movies debuting during Loveuary only on Hallmark Channel. Head over to loveandsparks.com and order yours soon. Hey, everybody. I'm Dan Janot. Thank you so much for joining me today. I can't talk today, Dan. <laughs> That's a tongue twister. Um, well, it's amazing talking to you. You like just hearing your accents because, of course, I watched Rain back in the day. and. Uh-huh. It's funny because you would think uh, I, I, these royal shows always get me sometimes. Like I watched Catherine the Great and they're in Russia, but she had like a British accent. But anyway, um, but so you have obviously done the other movie with Jen Lilly where you had a French accent and then you're in this upcoming movie with a British accent, but you have like a Canadian, like American thing going on. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm just a regular North American sounding guy, but I've been lucky enough, I guess, to get to play characters uh, from a little bit all over the place. I don't know why exactly, but I've just fallen into it. I've done a few British things and, uh, and I love it. I love getting to play with an accent because it kind of helps you figure out your character in a way you're, you're immediately not like yourself anymore, which is kind of interesting, you know? Um, but yeah, yeah, I've done a few Brits and, and that one French guy, which was fun too. <laughs> well, your name sounds quite French. So um, is that right? Yeah, you got it. Um, I'm uh, French Canadian, half French Canadian. And uh, so the name originally, like, you know, a few hundred years ago, I had an ancestor who came from France over to Quebec. Um, So yes, I do, I guess, have some, uh, you know, some connection to, to French. But of course, you know, anyone who's been to um, Quebec and or to France understands those accents are very different. The the Quebecois French accent that I grew up with doesn't sound anything like the Parisian French accent that I was putting on in Paris Wine and Romance. But I, I don't know when they offered me the part. I think they just thought, well, it's, he sounds French. I'm sure he could do it. That's so funny. Well, you did a great job. You pulled it off totally. Uh, and that is interesting, like different regions, um, even though it's French, it's dialects and all that good stuff. Do you have to like, do you um, maybe listen to recordings or anything to prepare f- to like immerse yourself for several weeks in these different accents? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Uh, definitely. I like to listen to something that's going to get me into that mood. When I was doing the French accent, that was less uh, that was harder for me. And so for that one, I definitely had to be working on it kind of constantly. And what I like to, I like to find someone who's, um, you know, someone who's French, but speaking with, uh, like speaking in English, speaking fluently, but with their own accent. And I remember I was listening to a lot of interviews with a French actor whose name was Vincent Cassel, who's like kind of a star in, in France, but he's done some American movies too. Like, I think he was in like a, maybe some Mission Impossibles or something. I can't really remember now, but he's done some Hollywood stuff. So I liked listening to him because he just struck me as kind of an interesting and cool guy. And I could listen to him speaking very fluently, but with a French accent to just help me get into it. With a British one, um, it comes a little bit more naturally now, but still, yeah, I like to listen to like audiobooks or or podcasts that are hosted by Brits to just kind of get me um, 
back into that, you know? And then, um, yeah, it's funny because Rachel and I uh, got to do the Royal Nanny together, but we first knew each other from Rain, where we were both doing British accents. And so now this time around, we were kind of, um, you know, helping each other get back into it a little bit. <laughs> That's so true. Uh, and I guess I wonder, like, with this, did did the A talk to you? Like, because of course, even in England, they have different like regions and you have like your Cockney or your like London. It's so different. And it's mm-hmm. so fun. Did, did they say just like a general British accent for this? Or could you come in with like a crazy, like uh, my fair lady <laughs> kind of thing going on? <laughs> oh, that would have been funny. Um, you know, a lot of the time when Americans are making movies about Brits or about other cultures, they don't know the differences. They don't really specify. They're just like, you're playing a British guy. Um, so there is a kind of general British accent. The the accents or the kind of um, the dialect, if you will, is called received pronunciation. A lot of the actors you see doing Brits on TV or in movies are doing RP, received pronunciation, which is just kind of a generalized British accent. Doesn't take into account how different things can be in England from one, you know, one city to the next. There can be a hugely different accent. So I've mostly done RP. And specifically in this case, I knew that I was playing a prince. So he's going to have a, you know, a posh, polished kind of accent. Uh, so I could fall into that pretty easily. Um, I guess we'll switch from yeah. fun accents for a minute. Um, can you, why don't we just like talk about what this is about? Because when I saw the little snippet of the preview, it seems like it's a little different than these fun made for TV movies. Like your, your kind of expected uh, romance. There's a little like a spy kind of thriller thing mm-hmm. in there. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, the Royal Nanny is different from a lot of the kind of rom-coms that I've done or that I've seen Um from Hallmark and and the different networks like that, there's usually just a bit more of a straightforward focus on, you know, on the romance and on some kind of usually professional challenge in the lead's life. But in this case, the profession that she has is she's a, like a secret agent. She works for the secret service in England and there's a whole thriller aspect to the movie because of that. So there's a threat to the Royal family. The secret service has identified um, a mysterious threat to the Royal family. And they decide that the best way for them to deal with it is by sending one of their agents undercover to work as a nanny to the children uh, in, in the palace. And um, in addition to meeting this uh, cute, handsome, super charming British accented prince, uh, she also has to figure out who is threatening the family and how to stop them. So there's more of a, yeah, like a a thriller kind of plot to it, which is quite exciting and quite different than, um, than a lot of these Hallmark movies. I think it adds like a really fun wrinkle to it. It's still light, even though there's this element of danger, it's still very fun and, um, you know, kind of what you hope for in a Hallmark movie, I think, that that you're going to be kind of, you know, wrapped up in a big Hallmark hug. But there's a, uh, yeah, this like exciting, dangerous element to it as well. 
a hallmark hug. I love that. That's so fun. That's like the perfect description for these movies. And it's so funny, like for them to put this in maybe like a Christmas, like movie slot instead of like a regular one, because a lot of the Christmas movies, when there's so many, it's like, do they all blend together? Just because there's so many, this mm-hmm. will stand out from like the fun spy element. Yeah, I think it will stand out. Um, I think there's some people who will just appreciate you know, all the kind of stories, the Christmas stories that Hallmark can give us. But this one definitely breaks the mold a little bit. And I think that that will be really interesting for people. Absolutely. I don't know how um, intense the spy stuff is. I'm sure it's quite mild compared to like Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible. But were there like any particular like stunts? Do they have anything like that? Yeah, there's some stunts in the movie. um, And they're, they're all kind of uh funny in a way but there is action stuff in there there's one particular sequence you know uh, i don't want to spoil anything but there's a cool sequence where claire that's the main character played by rachel scarston has to kind of take out the bad guys using her her secret agent skills slash her nanny skills so there's a fun recurring thing about all the different ways that a well-trained nanny can use an umbrella (laughs) and she uses it to really good effect against a bunch of bad guys. Uh, The action is light. It's not scary, but it's, it's exciting. And I loved getting to see a little bit of that action stuff on set. Oh, totally. It sounds like, um, like Mary Poppins and Charlie's angels with a Hallmark hug. It's like just a perfect combination of those three. (laughs) That's that's great. That's so fun. Well, um, of course, you mentioned like reuniting with Rachel. I mean, I just I love all the royal stuff. I remember when I I saw that they were um having the pilot for Rain come out. I was like, what an interesting thing for the CW because that was so unlike what they normally do because they usually do like the superhero, you know, supernatural type stuff. I was so excited for that. And then, of course, it got picked up, lasted four years. You were a huge part of that. Did you ever imagine you would reunite with Rachel again for something like this? No, it was very surprising. I hoped that we would get to hang out together again. The mo- most recent time we'd seen each other was actually for a rain convention in Paris a couple of years ago. And that was just just fun, great, great time getting to hang out with the cast, a lot of the cast. Um, but I, I did not really expect we would cross paths again. And I found out about or, you know, professionally. And I found out about this job, found out what the storyline was. And then eventually, not long before we started shooting, I finally found out who the lead was going to be. And my manager was, was telling me on the phone and he literally only got like halfway through her name. He was like, yeah, it's uh, Rachel. And I'm like, Rachel Scarston? No way. Unbelievable. And that just immediately made me feel so Uh, good about the project so much better there's always a bit of anxiety when you're going into a new thing you don't know how it's going to go you don't know how you're going to get along with your co-stars a lot of these films believe it or not the two stars the two romantic leads they never meet until the day they start filming Um, and so you really hope that you're going to get along with this person that you're sharing all these scenes with and that you're trying to um, create a believable romantic connection with, you really hope you're going to get along with them. And so the moment I found out it was Rachel, I just felt 
so at ease with the project and and excited, more excited than I had been because I thought this is going to be super fun. She's such a good person. She's so um she's just so generous with her attention. She's one of these people that when you're talking to her, you feel like you are the one and only thing she's paying attention to, you know? Like you you feel seen when you're with her. It's such a amazing quality that she has to really like make space for whoever it is that she's engaging with. And I saw that not just with myself, but with the other cast, with the crew. She's just, she's just a, she's a good person. She's good people. And what's funny, though, even though we had worked together, even though I should say we were on the same show together for a while, we never actually worked together because as you know, having watched Rain, there were these different storylines taking place in different countries, different royal courts, and some of the characters never interacted with each other. I never interacted with Queen Elizabeth I. Um, and so it was funny. We were we kind of considered each other friends, but had never actually uh, been in front of the camera together. And that was a lot of fun, too. Right. That's exactly right. I was going to ask you that because I was like, I don't even, I guess Mary and Elizabeth never even met like in the um, series, I don't believe. And then I know they made the remake with Saoirse Ronan and Margot Robbie. They had like this interesting like meetup, but yeah, so you're right. It's funny how you can work on the same show for several years, but never actually have a scene together. So that must've been fun. (laughs) It was, it was super fun. And it was also a chance to get to know each other better. We had been kind of, yeah, we were we were friends, but had not spent a ton of time together. You know, there was a kind of automatic friendship that comes from being part of the cast of, of something together. But this time we actually got to spend time one-on-one, you know, and and she's she's great. And we, we got along so well as uh, scene partners. We were, you know, the problem was maybe that we cracked each other up too much. We were having a lot of fun uh, on and off camera and, um, you know, maybe sometimes struggling to keep a, a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> that's always so fun. I think that's a good sign of a fun project that people will love to watch if you had a blast of making it. And I, it looked like there were like lots of fun little antics with the kids. Was there mm-hmm. maybe a particular scene that involved some sort of prank or whatnot that you really enjoyed? <laughs> well, we... Yeah, we did have a lot of um, fun scenes specifically with the kids, the kids who play in the movie, my nephew and niece um, and the uh, the children that the nanny is in charge of. And these kids is Isabel Wilson and Phoenix LaRoche were great, charming, fun kids on and off camera. And what I really liked and Rachel and I talked about this, what we both really enjoyed, I guess, were these scenes where the four of us are playing games together. There was one where we were playing charades and there was another one we were playing um, this kind of like uh, ring toss kind of game where you're wearing like plastic antlers on your head and everybody's trying to toss rings onto the antlers. And in those scenes, we were, we, we had the opportunity to kind of, just go for it. Just really play the game. And that was super funny. Um, really enjoyable. We were sometimes we had lines to say. Other times it was really just like, just play the game and and see what happens. 
And I know they kept some of in the, in the final cut of the movie, there's a few lines in the ring toss game that were not scripted, that were just us reacting to the moment. Like at a certain point, I'm sitting there with these silly plastic antlers on my head and they're all whipping rings at me. And I had to say, like, are you specifically aiming for my face? <laughs> because that's what it feels like. And they kept that in the movie. Um, and that was just, yeah, it was just like actual playtime. You know, it was great. Oh my gosh, that sounds so much fun. Okay, I cannot wait to watch that scene. Yeah, I bet those kids were having a little bit too much fun with that uh, ring toss there. <laughs> That's so much fun. Well, so cool. I love when they include games in these movies, especially like a Christmas game and a unique Christmas game that we haven't seen before. So that's super fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. And then of course, I believe I was looking at Rachel's Instagram and I think this at least partially filmed in Belgium. Is that right? That's right. The entire thing filmed in, in Belgium. Yeah. Oh, how lucky for you. What a fun like vacay slash job. You want to talk about filming over there? Yeah, it was a wonderful um, opportunity because I actually got to bring my wife and son with me and we had never been to Belgium before. So it was, yeah, it was like a three week, you know, unexpected European adventure. And it was mostly filming in Brussels, which was a very cool city. And also I got to travel around on my days off to uh, little spots here and there. Cause of course, you know, Belgium in Europe, you can, everything is so close together compared to in North America that you can, you know, drive an hour or take a train for half an hour and you're in like a totally different part of the country. So I got to travel around a bunch. And what I really appreciated was the, um, the people, the, the crew, the Belgian crew was wonderful. They were so professional and kind. And uh, I got to speak with them in French because I speak French, even though their their French is different. They would kind of giggle at my Quebecois accent. Um, it was really <laughs> fun to be able to work with people in another language. Um, and and Brussels has such beautiful locations. And well, we also filmed um, a few days at a kind of castle, um, just a few like an hour outside of Brussels. And it was all just, uh, it was gorgeous and unexpected. And as I say, it was a treat, a delight to be able to bring my family out there and to, you know, bring my little kid. Like it's not every, not every boy who gets to, you know, miss a week of school to go to Belgium. <laughs> so I feel very, uh, very fortunate that we got to do that where we did. Oh, wow. Did they get to come on set at all and see you like in action? <laughs> Uh, you know, this time they didn't, we, uh, yeah, we had talked about it. We, uh, you know, thought it could be fun, but also, you know, my son just turned seven or actually he turned seven while we were in Belgium. So we had a little birthday party for him there. Um, and he is a very bright, very curious kid, but like a lot of seven-year-olds has a hard time standing still has a lot hard time keeping quiet. And the fact is, a film or TV set, there's a lot of standing around uh, waiting and there's a lot of being quiet <laughs> that you have to do. Um, so it's not as fun an environment for a kid as as you'd want it to be. But what was awesome is that he met the cast and he and the two kids playing my niece and nephew, they got to play together. They, we went out a couple of times all together and, you know, brought the kids to parks and brought the kids to go get ice cream. And 
Uh, so he made friends with my little co-stars, which I loved. Oh, that's so sweet. Well, what a fun experience. Yeah, I'm sure he'd be like, I came all the way to Belgium to stand still and be quiet. Um, but that's <laughs> awesome. We got to become friends with the kids. And um, I have to ask you, did you have a Belgium waffle while you were there? <laughs> oh, yeah. We had many, many waffles because um, you have to when you're there. But also, as I found out, I guess once a place becomes known for making this one thing, a lot of different people in that place are going to try to make that thing and going to try to turn a buck. Um, not They're not all created equal. You know, we had to we had to go through a few before we found some spots that were just delicious. There was one place in the town of Ghent that just blew my mind with how good their waffle was. Um, we also had some amazing Belgian chocolates. I enjoyed some great Belgian beers. It was a really nice uh, culinary experience. A foodie's dream, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. Well, uh, congratulations on getting to be a part of this. I know everyone's going to love it. And um, I know you've done like, sorry, my dog was making crazy noises. I don't know if you could hear that. Um, but My I, dog just made a noise too. No way. What kind of dog do you have? <laughs> He's a um, Shih Tzu Poodle mix. What do you call that combination? <laughs> a shibu? Oh, how cute. <laughs> That's so funny. Now he's scratching at the door to the office and wants to be part of the interview, I guess. He can come <laughs> in if he wants. <laughs> come here. Oh, there you go. Okay, buddy, come here. Oh, there you go. oh, hello. What a cutie. Look at that face. Oh, my gosh. So cute. He almost looks like a tiny, like, doodle. Yeah, he does. Oh, hello. What's What's his name? Barley. Oh, Barley. You're so cute. <laughs> oh, well, welcome to the interview, Barley. <laughs> uh, you want to say hi? <laughs> oh my gosh. What a cutie. He's so chill. Um, That's so fun. Well, uh, I was going to say, I was looking at like your IMDb and my goodness, you've done quite a few of these fun, like made for TV movies. Do you have any others in the works or maybe other projects besides that? Yeah. I mean, it's um, funny you should ask I am I'm actually uh in a couple of days gonna be heading out to make a, another film with Hallmark um but so cool. I don't think I can say anything about it yet <laughs> <laughs> that's true it's a little bit early and I'm sure it'll come out probably in the spring or maybe in their winter movies so that's exciting yeah so cool. Well, uh, that's awesome. Congratulations on that. I know everyone loves watching you in these. Um, and I was going to see, um, oh, I guess before we finish up with rapid fire, how did you like start? Was it just like a simple offer for a project with Hallmark and then how they're starting to like bring you back multiple times? Um, well, the first time that I worked with Hallmark was, uh, several years ago and I guess it was seven, seven, eight years ago, I was cast in their show, the good witch. And um, that was one of their first, if not their their first, uh, like regular original series. And I, I auditioned for that and uh, got a got a part as uh, you know one of the members of the family in the show. And that was my first regular TV gig. I had done uh, little bits here and there, but that was the first time I was regular on a show. And I. It was great. I actually kind of, you know, learned the ropes a little bit um, of what it was like to be on a set. I had done lots of theater and improv before a bit of film, but this was my first time being um, being on set a lot. And I worked on that for a couple of years before I got rain and then did uh, little spots here and there on The Good Witch after that. 
Um, and yeah, so that was my first experience with the, the Hallmark family. And then a few years ago, I they they um, asked me to do the Paris Wine and Romance movie that I did with Jen Lilly. And that was that was great, great experience. Um, and then there was a bit of a like a, a bit of a change up in the um, the management at Hallmark, and I didn't know like will they will they still bring me back? <laughs> um, and uh, and they did. Um, so pleased they brought me back for the Royal Nanny. And now I don't I don't know I don't know if it's just coincidence that I got another job or uh, they thought I did a good good enough job with Royal Nanny that they're bringing me back for something else. But I'm just. As a working actor, you know, you're just so grateful for any opportunity that you have. Anytime you get a chance to work on something, make some money, support your family, it feels great. So, yes, I'm very, um, I feel very fortunate. Oh, absolutely. That's so true. So that's awesome. They obviously love you and you're having success. That's amazing. So uh, congratulations on all these fun movies um, and definitely have to remind everyone to catch the Royal Nanny this weekend. You are going to love it and it's going to be such a treat for Rain fans, um, but we will finish up with rapid fire questions. Okay. Okay. What is the last show you binge watched? Oh, um, the after party. Ooh, what is that? I've not heard of that. It's on um, Apple TV. And it's got uh, a great, great cast of very funny people in it. T Tiffany Haddish uh, is, uh, I guess, the star. But it's like a kind of murder mystery sort of story. But what's cool about it is that every episode takes the point of view of a different one of the suspects. And each episode has a kind of different uh, genre to it. Uh, depending on that suspect's kind of life. There's like one one episode that's like a musical episode, one that's like an action movie, one that's like an animated thing. It's it's very cool and very funny. Wow, how creative. It's like such a unique take on like Clue. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's great. So cool. Definitely add that to your list, everyone. Um, and what is your go-to coffee drink if you drink coffee? Just uh, black drip coffee. Okay, simple, just... Plain. that's awesome you get to taste the real coffee without all the millions of flavors and syrups you can add to it <laughs> exactly and then i guess if i go out it, it would be like a black americano <laughs> pretty similar <laughs> yeah it gives you gives you your energy and then you're on for the day um and what is your favorite ice cream flavor Ooh, that's tough um i guess like always oh, obviously pralines and cream like something like that something that's like creamy i like caramel stuff i like nuts so let's say pralines and cream but i'm i'm open to all ice creams <laughs> any ice cream is a good ice cream um that's <laughs> awesome and then finally where's a place you would like to visit that you haven't yet traveled to japan yeah i would love to spend time in japan uh for the culture for the for the cuisine uh if i you know like if I had to choose just one food to eat for the rest of my life, it would be sushi. So yes, I would absolutely love to visit Japan. I've never been there, but I'll make it there one day. Oh, I hope you do. I, you know, like Hallmark always goes to like the, the castles UK or just like the Western Europe. That would be so cool. If you could be a part of one yeah. of the movies that goes to Japan or a is somewhere in Asia, that would be so cool. Talk to somebody about that. Yes. You talk to somebody, tell your, <laughs> tell your followers and Hallmark, let's make it happen. Send me to Japan. Send Dan to Japan. Oh my gosh. It rhymes. That's perfect. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Thank you so much for your time. Oh yeah. Thanks. That was fun. I appreciate, uh, appreciate you inviting me on.
Oh my gosh, of course. Well, thank you. It was great meeting you and Barley. And um, I hope you have a great rest of your day and have fun filming your next Hallmark movie. Yeah, thank you so much. All right, take care. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to this channel so you can be notified of all the new episodes. I truly appreciate your support. Thank you so much for listening to the Love and Lattes podcast. Have a great day.